Hello, friends. Happy Tuesday, and welcome back to Hello, Halloy. This is going to be episode four in our little podcast series, and this week I have a special guest, and some of you may know him because he's my twin. Per, it's Juno. <laughs> she said her twin. <laughs> <laughs> hello, everyone. Welcome to Hello, Halloy. Hello, hello. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yes, we're so happy to have you here. Um. Yeah. So this week's topic is going to be in relation to relationships again. And we're going to be talking about specifically the concept of the one, right? And if someone is the one for you and how you can kind of, you know, evaluate if someone is a good fit for you. I, as always, I'm going to break this up into subcategories and, you know, Juno is going to offer his two cents too, to add on to my talking points. I've got a few cents. Yes, we love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to dive right in. But point number one is, does the person you are seeing add value to your life or make you a better person? And what do I mean by that? So I think a lot of people, you know, they tend to be in these relationships and they don't see when someone is decreasing their value or making their value go down. And I think this is a big indicator that someone is not going to be right for you because it's not healthy that they are doing this to you. Um, and Juno, go ahead and add on anything that you feel might contribute to this point. Oh yeah, um, definitely. When I think about value, I definitely think about one therapist appointment the other week when we talked less about direct goals and more talking about our values and what what gets what should be satisfied in my value. What can we achieve? If you're one thing people don't notice is that you know you get so deep into a relationship that sometimes you just keep ignoring the red flags. And like you're used to it being there. And you know, like everyone has the red flags, but again, looking at your values, like is are all these red flags too heavy? Is there too much of them? And you know, like people ignore things and they get used to it and it creates anxieties. You know, like people our age really tend to focus on anxiety. And one thing I noticed being in, you know, a previous relationship that was a little bumpy i did realize that some of my red flags that my significant other had definitely brought like anxiety new anxieties to me that weren't there before so do they add value to your life you have to ask yourself are you improving with this person or are you not improving are you sinking you know? yeah definitely yeah and i I just want to add on to that. I definitely think that people tend to, you know, over, you mentioned red flags. People tend to overlook red flags in relationships because their feelings, right? Their feelings blind them. Their love blinds them to all the, um, the issues that are present. And yeah. it's, it's usually not that they don't see it. It's not that they don't see the red flags. It's just, they're choosing to ignore it. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> you know, the saying like love is blind. Honestly, I have been in love where I all I could think about is, you know, them and I don't look at anything else around me. Like I don't notice the red flags sometimes. For example, like the human potholes, you notice the red flag at first. You notice that pothole. But then like, you know, week number three of driving into 
that parking lot, you kind of just ignore it. But, you know, you can't ignore it forever because eventually that pothole is going to grow big enough to damage your tires. Yeah, no, great analogy. I love that. Yeah. And you also mentioned the concept of like, are you sinking with this person? I definitely think mm-hmm. relationships can be compared to like a weight or a rock. So like if someone is, you know, bringing you down, they are that dead weight. They are that dead weight mm. that is tied to you and they are bringing you down versus when someone is healthy for you, they're going to be a rock that holds you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, don't let, if your partner is preventing you from spreading your wings, you know, like something has, you know, you got to communicate something or something has to change because yeah. time is so short. We should not prevent ourselves from growing. Yes. A hundred percent. Um, I totally agree with that. Um, moving on, I want to hit point number two. So I think this is pretty important, but a lot of the times I talk to, you know, someone in a relationship and they will tell me, well, I'm a little frustrated because I know they're trying and they'll tell me, you know, I did this and they reciprocated. And I'm like, well, they might be reciprocating, but are they matching your energy? Are they matching your effort? Because there's a difference between, you know, someone matching your energy um, and someone just giving that bare minimum, just giving you breadcrumbs. And we're adults, so we need to have full-grown meals, not breadcrumbs. Period. Give me an (laughs) all-you-can-eat. No, but um, coming off of that, yeah. I mean, to start this point, let's remind everyone that money does not equal effort. You know, like if your significant other took you to an expensive restaurant that you can't afford because, you know, funds are hard. Like that doesn't mean you can't match their effort. Let's not forget there are not everything is materialistic. Like, I don't know, like I feel like a a heartfelt letter, maybe some flowers and chocolate could easily equal the amount of, you know, if your significant other were to spend a lot. And, you know, it all that's important is that it comes from the heart. You know, don't be like, like if your significant other is going all out for you and you're out here going, oh, honey, I'll wash the dishes tonight because you did all of that. Uh uh-uh, You need to sit down and reconsider what equal effort means to you. Like you should be washing your dishes already, period. Like, yes. Yeah. Is that, does it come from the heart is the question. Yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, uh, you mentioned, you know, they should be doing that already. I will see a lot. I will say I see that a lot with people in relationships. They'll be like, oh, well, you know, they don't usually do this. And it'll be like a basic human uh, concept or work ethic that they complete. Like, it'll be like, oh, well, today they actually cleaned up, you know, their pile of laundry that was on the floor. And it's like, oh, my gosh, that I'm slamming my table. If your significant other cannot do tasks that a simple teenager can do, you need to get someone a little bit more mature, honey. Yes. If someone can't take care of their laundry and wash their dishes, how are you ex- going to expect them to take care of you? Yes. Per, period. 100 period. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> oh. Um, okay. 
So definitely, I 100% agree with all your points. Thank you. Um, we're going to be moving on to our last segment, though, our last little topic. And point number three is going to be, you know, is someone, is the person you are seeing your safe space and do they support you in the hard times? So I want to touch on this topic because I feel like in a lot of times in relationships, people don't understand that, you know, it's easy for someone to stick around when things are going well when the vibe is fun, when you're having a good time, but when life gets hard or crap hits the fan, you want to be looking to see if the person you are with is sticking around and offering you that emotional support. Um, Mm. and what are your thoughts on that? I mean, support is an important factor of relationship. In fact, I feel like that falls into the giant umbrella we call communication. If that if communication is not working out, you can't create a safe place, you know, like the person, your significant other doesn't have to like be in detail on like, you know, what support and communication looks like to them, but they have to like, you know, talk to you like, what are they comfortable with? What are they not? And, you know, everyone say it with me. Safe place is not the same as comfort place. If you're just in a relationship and you can't break up because you're comfortable in it and you're too scared to go out, that is not a safe place. That is just a comfort place. And a relationship should have both safe and comfort, not just one. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like a lot of our friends, especially us coming fresh out of college, a lot of our friends stick with relationships that they even know are not good for them because they're scared to leave. They're scared to start over. And, you know, again, time is so short. And your wings are not spreading and you're creating anxieties for yourself when you could just, you know, deal with that few weeks or a few months of pain just to move over and start, you know, new. Oh, are we naming names on our friend? <laughs> oh, team? Um, no names. There'd be too many. It'd be like Santa's list. <laughs> he said it's a list. It's a list. <laughs> Should we go um, alphabetical or... <laughs> oh yeah no a hundred percent no I totally want to touch on that point you brought up you said uh comfort space is not the same as safe space and you know I agree because a lot of people will stay in a relationship it's that fear of being alone that keeps mm. people in a relationship and they're mis- mm-hmm. you see it they are miserable they are drained but they will not leave because they do not want to be alone and they don't want to have to put in the effort of starting over with some someone new And it is because they are comfortable, right? Um, And, you know, just because you are comfortable doing something does not mean it is safe for you. So I 100% agree with you. To dig a little deeper, comfort is a great word. It's a comforting word. We can can describe the word comfort with its own word, right? But in terms of a relationship, if you're just scared to leave and you're just comfortable where you are when there could be improvement, you're actually causing more pain than you are causing comfort. Like, you know, like you might feel comfortable because, you know, like you don't have to go through breaking up. You don't have to go through all the pain. But in the long run, it's making it hurt more for both parties. And when you could just communicate, 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 communicate. Don't just, I know it's hard, harder said than done, but when you know it's time to let go, you need to do both you and your partner a favor and just let go. 
Yes. Per. We per. love Per Mike. Mike drop. <laughs> yes. No, I I definitely agree. I definitely feel you on the letting go. It's it's hard because, you mm-hmm. know, people do get emotionally attached and saying goodbye is never easy in any situation, but it sometimes it's just like, you know, life is giving you all the hints that it's time to leave. You need to mm. take them. Um, but anyway, I so appreciate you coming on the show and giving your two cents. Thank you so much for having me. I hope I didn't talk too much. It's that Gemini moon, you know what I mean? Oh, no, oh. you really <laughs> didn't. We loved all your points, all the tea. Yes. Um, all right, friends, we're going to let you go for the week. I look forward to having you listen again next week and stay safe out there.